The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. This is Elizabeth Larkin. I'm here with Jean Marks. Today's topic is about Friends, not the TV show. Did you watch the TV show, Friends? Friends is one of those shows that I never go out of my way to watch, but if I do stumble on it, I'll watch it. I'll be like, yeah. this show is really funny. Why don't I watch this more often? <laughs> That's the kind of show. Do you know those guys are still making like millions? Each cast member like makes like oh, millions yeah. of years in residuals yeah. still to this day. Yeah. They were, at the end of that show, they were each making a million dollars in episode. Yeah, something like that. And then they did like the whole residual thing and yeah. they're all like cashing in. It's funny too, because people are always like, oh my God, that's outrageous. They're making so much money. But do you know how much the like, the studio and the producers sure. are making? Sure. I agree. And do you know how much joy and pleasure it gives the, the viewing public when, you know, somebody so says a funny much, joke? So yeah. much. So much. Okay. So we're going to be right back and answer a question about, is it a good idea to start a business with your friends? I'm going to say no, but we're going to hear from Gene after this. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out the Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. So the question that we received anonymously is, is it a good idea to start a business with friends? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't want to say it depends, but it really is an independence. It depends question because there are some friends I think I could start a business with and some friends I couldn't. And here's the thing. I have a lot of friends that I have a lot in common with. And we would be like, oh, my gosh, we, we should start a business together because we're both interested in this. Those are the people I think it would probably not be a good idea to start a business with. I have other friends who I have not as much in common with. Like, for instance, my friend I always talk about who's an accountant, but she'd probably be the best person for me to start a business with because we have completely different skill sets. Right. And it would be very, very easy to divide up and say, I'm going to do this and you're going to do that. Right. Whereas my friends that like write or work in marketing or do things that I do, it would be much easier probably to communicate with them about like, this is what we should be doing. Right. But because they understand it. Right. But I think we would get into problems with dividing up our duties. So what do you think about this? My business. Um, so. I started my business in 1994 with your um, dad, with my dad. Um, and then, you know, he passed away and, and I'm still the sole owner of the business. I've never brought on anybody you know, else as partners, friendly or non-friendly. Here's the thing. I, I don't think that you're if you decide to do business with a friend, it's not the friend that you're doing business with. You're doing business with the friend's spouse and the friend's kids and the friend's family mm -hmm. and the friend's life. Because what happens when you start doing, you know, as a partnership with anybody, you're involved in each other's personal lives. You really are. And you're involved in each other's well, financial lives. Well, you're already lives. involved in each other's personal lives. It's just now you're going to be involved a in each other's different per financial, financial lives. lives. And that's like a big, big deal. I definitely will change your entire nature of your friendship. Yeah. So I don't advise against it because I look at it as saying that if two or three people 
friendly friends together feel that they can profit off of each other's capabilities, then sure. Why not join up and do that? I can see myself and her name is Nancy and she's never going to listen to this, but she's an accountant. She works for a hedge fund. And if we discovered, Hey, there's some niche, there's some need that we can fill. Sure. It would be so easy for me to say, Oh, I'll do all the marketing. And she'd say, I'll do all the financial right, stuff. Right. And it would just be that much easier. And then we could hire people to do the stuff we don't know. There's no question about it that when I when I look at my more successful clients, um, really the the majority of them have multiple owners. Yeah. Because running a business is you know stressful. It's stressful. There's a lot of stuff that you gotta do. And the multiple owners almost always fall into similar categories. You got the salesperson and then you got the, the operations person. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, there's somebody that's out there like, you know, schmoozing with the customers, and then these other person who's actually like getting the work done, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you've got a friend where you've got that kind of relationship with and you can have that sort of segregation of duties, um, I, I think it's great. I mean, I and it's funny, too, because um, I have much of a less of a problem with that than my wife does. Like she does not want anybody involved in our lives and she doesn't want to be involved in anybody else's She's life. She's even more antisocial than you oh, are. Oh, <laughs> she makes me look like Bill Clinton, She's you know, when it comes teacher, to social. Yeah. Oh, she can turn it on. Trust me. She, you'll, you'll never know that. But the minute the day's over, it's like, forget it. Where's my book? <laughs> so she just, uh, but, but it, it depends on, you know, the friends again, you are really going to be digging into um, and really becoming involved in your friend's personal financial life and their spouse and their family and all of that. And that does create an issue. So for example, if you've got a friend and you like the person and you're thinking of opening it, but you, you know, but you don't like, you know, her husband, you know, for whatever reason, or you don't trust her husband or whatever, that should be a big concern for yours. If you're going to go into business with this friend, because the husband's involved, believe me, so the husband's it's, involved. It's really easier to go to business, go into business with your family, but then it's also harder. A whole because, bunch of separate issues, yeah. whole bunch of separate issues. So, but having said that people, people do it all the time. Friends get together and they do their business all the time. They, they have different skill sets there. It is, you know, if, if you've got the right attitude for it, you can absolutely make it work. But again, um, I, I just, I keep saying it over and over again. People sometimes miss the fact that it goes well beyond just the friend. So is there any way to safeguard yourself? Like any legal or what what can you do? Like, it's, let's say you have a great friendship. You love their spouse. You love their kids. They love your family. You work great together. All systems go. What do you do to safeguard yourself in case things hit a rough patch? Buy-sell agreement is okay. what you have. And it, it is a... Um, Every every business needs to have it when there's partners involved. And um, the way that you do a buy-sell agreement is you sit down with your friend okay. with nobody else around at this point, and you, both of you lay out all of your concerns. Like, uh, you know, Elizabeth, I love you. I'm really happy to be in business with you. I don't know if I'm so crazy about your husband. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so what happens if... I don't know, he leaves you or what happens if he wants to be more involved? You have to have like these open conversations. So you do this with a lawyer? No. What happens with a buy-sell agreement, like any good contract, is that um, the parties involved do the deal and then they bring the lawyers in later to write it up, you know, and make it legal. So you should be sitting down with your friend and also agreeing to you. So how, you know, when, when it comes time, what percentage of the business should we each be owning? What happens if you die or I die. What happens if you want to get out? What happens if you get divorced? What, you know, 
what would you like to see happen? In other words, you yeah. know what I mean? And you both take notes on that and write it down. And then you both go to an attorney and say, we've talked this out separately. Um, no, no, together. Okay. I think, you know, as an attorney and say, cause you know, you can have separate attorneys to represent yourself individually for individual matters, but there's a bit, you're going into a business. And so it should be a joint thing and say, listen, we're going in. We have, we've talked this out. We want, we're going to have a buy sell agreement. This is what's important to us. So if you, can you please write this up, I think what's really smart about that is that, um, if you do that, and your potential business partner says something to you that just Rubs comes out way. of nowhere. Yep. Good to know it now. Really bothers you. Good to know it That's now. That's maybe a good a good time to be like. Eh, oh, I've yeah. had clients that'll yeah. be they're, they're going to go into know. business. It was I'm thinking of in particular it was two two people that were going to go into business together, and the one of the guys was saying like, well, if anything were to happen to me, I'd want my wife you know to take over. You know what I mean? I owe that. I want to make sure she's you know whatever. And the other partner was like, well, I don't want to be in business with your wife. I want to be in business with you. That's a problem. Yeah. Good to know that before you, so you start out. Um, I don't know if they ever came to an agreement yeah. in the okay. end. You know, I, you know, it's just, but you, you really do want to have this down in writing. And at, you, you, know, you, you really need, need to know what's going to happen if one or both of you dies. Yeah, absolutely. Need to be talking about it. Or if one or both of you gets into legal trouble or if one or both of you, I had another client that was, um, there were, there were three partners. One of the partners, um, was actually like, having an affair with an employee in his office. Oh it was God. really bad. And they were like, what do you do? That can we fire you? You're you're one of the partners. You know what I mean. But then this this woman's she's threatening a lawsuit because whatever it was a messy what thing. What a disaster! Yeah, it's 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 a messy thing. So you have to think about all those things and agree okay. together um, what what each of you want to see happens. And then you go back and uh, you have an attorney. Then by the way, when the attorney writes up the buy sell, the attorney then advise you on certain things. Well, you know, I would I would advise that we we handle it in this way or we write it up in this way. But you want to tell the attorney what you want to do, not the other way around. We'll be right back with Gene's Word of Brilliance. Would you like for your next major business purchase to be paid for by credit card rewards points? Learn how you might be able to do that in Small Biz Ahead's new ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Business Credit Cards. In this free ebook, you'll learn how you can rack up rewards points for your next major business purchase or personal vacation how you can use business credit cards so they won't affect your personal credit, and even how to keep employees from using their work credit cards for personal use. Just head over to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to get your free ebook today. And we're back with Gene's Word of Brilliance. Training. 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 Sorry, I jumped on you It's the number one word, the number one thing that's forgotten about when people buy technology. I'm in the technology services business, Elizabeth. So you're a little invested in talking about this. I am. And, and, and I, you know, people buy software or they pay a lot of money to have it customized or integrated or, you know, migrated with the data and all that kind of stuff. And then they, they leave over like a, like a $2 for training. <laughs> when in the end, like your employees need to be able to have a resource and yeah. need to be able to get, figure out how to use the software and then also make sure that they've got the support when they want to answer questions. So whenever we advise you know clients when they're buying, you, you've got to, whatever you're buying software-wise, particularly if it's a company-wide thing, as part of your budget, you have to include a training budget, a part of it. I've seen it. Um, when, when clients do that, they succeed with technology. When they don't do that, uh, people are just paddling around. 
Okay, that's going to do it for us this week on the Small Biz Ahead podcast. Next week, we're going to talk about how to properly interview someone. We actually got this question on Small Biz Ahead. We Mm. were talking about all the mistakes you can make when interviewing someone. So next week, we're going to talk talk about how to actually properly interview someone. And I've got a great book to recommend as well. But actually, I think it it will help you as a business owner. Fantastic book. We'll be back next week with our next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.